Hello, welcome to the fifth episode of Sincerely Sino. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Salola Sino. So, is that like, oh, it's like a Lola, but with an S. With an S. Got it. Irene hasn't made it to Maylene yet. Well, look, <laughs> the game is a bit of a thing. <laughs> She's, you know, there's like a lot of there's trainers. There's a lot. Um, hey, some only battle you in the morning. Did you know that? Yeah. I blew some people's minds the other day because they because the the cops only yeah. battle you at night. I found the one. There's one because I much farther in the game, but one's like I don't know why I only get angry at night. I'm like, should a police officer in this video game be saying such such things? And then the uh, to a child joggers they only battle you yeah. before like noon. noon, and then there's like six hours in the game where no those those two people don't. They do nothing. They do nothing, yeah, which is like a neat like, thing. Only play it during the day. Uh, so if you're just downloading ra- this episode randomly, uh, this is the up to Fantina, the fifth yeah. gym leader. Spoiler, she's back. It's, she's finally at the gym. She's back at the gym. After you do crash her wake, is that the uh, I have a bomb storyline? Yeah, so <laughs> I have... <laughs> so the person says I have a bomb right in front of... The marsh. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go into the marsh and pick up Defog, though, real quick. Does somebody tell you Defog is in there? No. Well, so Crasher Wake says that Defog is important and that you should check out the marsh, but I don't think anybody links those two things together. The game does the sword and shield thing, though. Yeah. Which is giving you the flag. Yeah, it gives you the flag. And the flag is super useful. I don't care to the people that are like, <laughs> oh, they make it too easy. No, there no. is so much like... This flag comes important in my journey very soon after this this moment. I shouldn't have to in an RPG... Like, I... This is my... Like, all these boomers out here being like, I hate the flag. Because they said that in Sword and Shield. Because they, they don't like the flag because it makes it too easy. What I should? Why is wandering around aimlessly fun? Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I shouldn't have to talk to everyone in the town for one person to hint that defog is randomly yeah. in the safari, and you need it hardcore in this game. Yeah, we'll get you that do. after Fantina though. Uh so you got the 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 bomb guy, the bomb guy, and he's like, "Don't chase me," and I'm like, "Fine, I won't. I'll go to the marsh." And then I get out, and I'm like, "Well, I might as well chase you. It's been." hours so surely <laughs> you've done nothing with this bomb in the hours that i've wasted and then barry decides to come be annoying in my high stakes bomb chase this is the point in the game when barry shows up where i have officially decided barry is the worst rival yeah, he's bad and we have we cannot talk about this stuff without no. comparing to recent games aka sword and shield and sun and moon but not only so the so one of the complaints for Sword and Shield is Hop battles you a lot, and while he does, he battles you less than all of the trainers on the first route of the game in Sinnoh. <laughs> so true. keep that in mind. <laughs> so you can't say how much you love the story of Diamond and Pearl, and then go Hop battles yeah. me too much. Because there are, I want to just, mm, there are 27 yeah. trainers between Gardenia and Maylene. And I'm being generous because I skipped some. And I went yeah. back and I found out I missed that whole ghost tower, which adds another eight. Yeah. 
And that I, ghost tower that is important. Yes. The thing about Barry that just drove me <laughs> wild is this dude refused to evolve any of his Pokemon. Yeah. He has like a level 32 Starly. Like a Starly. Yeah. He's not good. And actually, people in the game continually tell him he is not good. Which I love. I'm, yeah. I'm into that part. Like, that part's great. Everybody's like, you're bad at this, kid. Why are you doing... Why are you here? But the other thing is, like, the thing about Hop is he's trying. Right. Like, he wants to be the champion. And I don't get that vibe from Barry. Barry well, is just, like... Barry is just hopped up on sugar and running around annoying people. Like, he's clearly over-leveling because he's beating these gyms with these terrible Pokemon. And he's dedicated to running around, but very little else. <laughs> he is just there, and he's like, hey, let's fight to see how good I've gotten. I'm like, no, I'm chasing a bum. And the, <laughs> the other thing about Hop is Hop's ace is his Wooloo. Right. And when Hop loses to you like three times, and then he loses to Bead, he goes, I'm losing. I must need to change my entire right. team. And that is a cool thing from a rival. It's character development that Barry does not get until no. the final hour. That It's not even character development there. It's just, yeah, I figured look. out the evolution. <laughs> Let's battle one more time. That's all it was. There was no well, development. Uh We'll get to it. He has a tiny bit. It's very far. You'll have to remind me because I you. missed it. Um, so Barry is officially the worst rival. This is this is. Uh, he's not great now. Fact. He's there because he's there, and <laughs> then he's like, "Oh, did you say there was a guy running with a bomb?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> You stopped me from chasing the bomb guy to attack me with your Starly for the 400th time. You know, I thought the bomb guy was a little like, hmm, this is weird. But then I forgot in a game called X and Y, some guy wanted to shoot a giant laser and blow up the yeah. whole earth. So that, well, that was like a thing. <laughs> fantastical weapons versus an actual bomb. They are of diff they are of different realities. It's like, yeah, I guess. like I'm not gonna run into a giant crystal laser in downtown Minneapolis. You don't know that. Hey, oh, I've looked. Pikmin Bloom. They you don't, don't know. You don't know what's hiding underneath those like flowers. Yeah. The bomb the <laughs> the end goal of the bomb with the magic carp, which is a little bit later. Which is, is way later. Which is it's cute. Like them flopping. It's cute. Yeah, them flopping around is very. That is not cute. <laughs> that is a destruction of habitat. I really. How like, dare you? I really like it. It's very iconic. We're not even there yet. It's We're very... not even there yet because we chase this guy down a beach into a resort. And this is. Okay. So I was. There are not. You can. Okay. You can choose to be a person of color at start. Yes. And until the beach is the first time I saw an NPC. That was also a person of color. There's one early. It's on the... Well, all the routes are really dumbly named. It's like, because like... Also, there's two Route 205s. Did you know this? Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. There's actually like... 
It's there's a Route 205 yeah. before, before the forest, the forest and, and then after the yeah. forest. It's awful. It's split. It, it, it's dumb. The forest is in the middle of the route. Yeah. There there is uh there is a person of color NPC earlier on, but I think but they don't. They're never the trainers that you battle. Oh, you're saying it was a person, but you it was but, but I was thinking, oh, you're gonna battle me. Nope. Well, that the faithful remake part is black and white is the first game with a col- a person of color npc yeah which okay. was the hip-hop dancer 20, 2021 i know i know i look 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 it is a it, i'm not defending it i'm it just saying i'm things. just saying they went you are correct is and they at least but changed they, some skin colors but they changed some skin colors on the overworld chibi i'm like why why you clearly programmed into the game just pick just have the game randomly pick you don't even have to program it just say choose this skin color because you didn't even fix the hair for anybody else. It's people with the skin color with Don's hair, which is fine, or Barry, whatever. Just, just make the change. You already made the change, and just, you did it halfway. You're like the character can be. I think what you're describing is this entire game. <laughs> you did this. You change. did this change, but you didn't <laughs> you do, did this, do change. this change. Um, just, and that was the first time I noticed it in the Overworld, and I actually thought, oh. I'm going to go into a battle because they're on a cliff in a battle position with a Pokemon next to them. Like, cool. No, I I didn't realize that until you pointed out that you don't battle any of these. Nope. Interesting. None. Um, Do you want to talk about Fantina? Well, okay. Wait, wait. I'm still (laughs) chasing the bomb guy. So you're making it sound more exciting than the actual you, game gives you. You chase him, and you chase him, and you finally, you finally fight you. And he's like, "I'm tired, and I'm going to slowly walk away." And then you run into Cynthia, who's like, "The second time you meet her, right?" Yeah, this is the second time, and she's like, "I wanted to go see this lake, but it's apparently closed." And I'm like, "One, why? You should. You're the champion. You should yeah. have access to anything." And two. You are the adult I have met after I've been chasing a person with a bomb. This is what and I'm your saying. Only conversation she doesn't to me, do anything. The in only this conversation game. is, oh, here's some headache medicine for some Psyduck. How did she get so popular? Well, because she's amazing. She doesn't do anything. She's aloof. She's unapproachable. Like, if Diantha didn't exist, Diantha is amazing too. She, Diantha has Diantha is great. Diantha doesn't. Diantha makes Cynthia look like she ran a marathon. I, I, nah, Diantha literally doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty no, sure she shows she, up with Lysander, says hello, and then you don't see her. She for has 40 an hours. acting career. We have covered this. She has <laughs> she multiple careers. She like show up on the TV. She just she does movies. She's, she's not movies. a TV actress. They are different skills. So Cynthia shows up. You tell her, "Hey, I've been chasing <laughs> with a bomb." She's like, "Well, I can't get into this lake." So why don't you go and take care of Psyducks after you go take care of Fantina? Yeah, yeah. No, you go to the, you do the Psyducks first, then you do Fantina. Right. Yeah. You have to go up, clear the ducks, go into Super Fog Land. Okay. So as a kid, I was not that dumb. I was also not a kid. I think I was like seventeen when this game <laughs> yeah, came. Like you were a teen. I was a teen, and teen me was like, I've no, 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 no. I've learned my lesson with Flash. I'm not going to teach Flash to my Pikachu. That's a waste of a move. I will suffer and go through this cave in the dark. Well, it's not a cave. It's just 
No, I'm talking about oh, red, red and blue. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. When so when I when they were like defog, you gotta when I got to the side part as a 17 year old, I was like, I'm squinting and we're making it through because I ain't teaching this garbage move to any of my Pokemon, and probably no one could have learned it because half my team were yeah. B barrels because I needed surf and strength and everything else to get through. And I'm thinking like, okay, no HMs in this game. I'm still not gonna use it. But somebody over at Elka, oh, no. they're like, nope. Was it's, like, crank it is, white, it is whiteout land. <laughs> they're like, crank that meter <laughs> to the top. <laughs> make it so you can't see yourself or anything it, around you. But it actually doesn't make sense as a mechanic because the whole thing they're doing is preventing you from going there, but they've already accomplished that with the side duck. Well, it was actually. In the other games, if you didn't do it, it was harder to battle the trainers because the fog made you miss more. But you could still navigate. In this game, you can't even navigate. You are just in a whiteout situation. So you have no choice but to use defog, which sort of negates the interesting aspect of fighting all the trainers on that path with fog up meant you missed more. Which was awful back then. Which was then. awful, but it was a choice. <laughs> this is better, yes, but also pointless. Pointless at this point. And like, <laughs> it makes less sense in here than it did in the old games. And <laughs> there's a point when I'm playing this game and I'm like, this is good. Oh, this is bad. bad. Oh, this, oh, this is, is okay. Good. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> this is the whole roller coaster of these it, games. Oh, boy. So I mean, so you get there, and then you get to Cynthia's grandmother's village, mm -hmm. and there's another Team Galactic person with another bomb. Well, I mean, there's three lakes. Again, as a 10-year-old child, <laughs> I do not feel it is appropriate for a 10-year-old child to be defusing people with bombs. There's like a point in the cave... <laughs> Or like the NPC has to leave. Do you remember this? Yeah. But like, but like the walking mechanic in the game is so bad that like the NPC struggles to leave after they talk to you, and it is like it's, one of the, it's, I was like, I'm back on this game's a ten out of ten because the movement is so the movement awful. is so clippy. They can't actually leave. The NPC can't even walk out of the cave. Yeah, I mean like. I totally see where people come from when they go like, ah, oh, Sword and Shield's just a bunch of narrow hallways, and there's not much to explore. And, like, yeah, the, you're right, there is no narrow hallways in Sinnoh. Well, besides maybe the underground, where, like, yeah. every, where you clip on everything. But, like, the... I mean, I, the, ma the map is interesting, and it's, it, like, every route is pretty memorable. It just... They're very pretty, but they it, they just feel like crowded, and what you are exploring isn't worth it. Right. Like when I um went back to the the beach area, and I was like, oh, I'll just finally surf. And there's like trainers out there that have three goldines, and there's yep. like a full restore. So it's like, yes, the beach is like memorable because it's so different compared to the rest of the map and um and it's laid out really nicely it's well it's laid out when you approach it nicely mm -hmm. but when you start exploring it you're not exploring they, anything worthwhile I, all of the routes are hallways there's only one way through them 
having hallways with levels is only slightly more interesting than just giving me a hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I still have I still could only take one path through to the end. And it's like waiting in line at Disney. Sure, you're gonna wind me through a bunch of things to look at, but I can still only wind through one way. I don't I, I find that I find it pretty to look at, but no more interesting than just get me to my destination. I do think sword and shield routes need something a little bit more. I don't know what that is, but I don't think it's putting 17 trainers on a route. I don't think it's that. No. I mean, they're very linear games. They are linear games. You you have to go through the path <laughs> the one way to get to the other. To the next direction. route. To the next route. That is how they work. Like... Unless you have an actual completely open world where gyms are dynamic and change and you can take them in any order, you're always going to have a hallway. It is always going to be a hallway that points you to the thing that you need to get to. I mean, there there is that choice of illusion of like, oh, you can go to Crash or Wake first by going down through Trophy Garden instead of the other right. way, which is Maylene, then the beach, but... It's the same illusion, but like it's I can the same go illusion to Jonto, and it, yeah. what it, for me it kind of ruined the experience because it was like, oh, Maylene is thirty, her Lucario is thirty, and Crasher Wake's Floatzel is like thirty-two. Yeah, and they put so many trainers in between. It's like, how do you not over level? Right? How do you not yeah. over level without avoiding trainers or switching out your teams? Which you can totally do, yeah. but like, I want the money. Yeah, I got that amulet, Koi. I got. And Cash. I don't, I don't want to switch my team because you're not giving me Pokemon that I'm excited to switch to, um, which I think X and Y and Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield, if anything of those games, there are so many Pokemon that you can even like X and Y is a great example of like Route Two because there's no Pokemon on Route One. There's like 13 different yeah. Pokemon on that route. Yeah. The reached out to pe people. Reach out to me. Thank you, everybody who talking who was excited for Gen Four. And I got a lot of great conversations, but I think the number one thing that I would say the majority of people said is when they said they wanted Gen 4 remakes, they wanted more Platinum than they're getting. And the Platinum... Platinum is a better game. Platinum is a better game, but also the how they divided Pokemon out into the roots is better. I am... Str I struggled. I'm like... I'm when I say Platinum is a better game, I mean from like... The story, yeah. like the like the experience, the story. I we haven't gotten to like the post game of Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, which could change which for could a lot change. of things. Yeah, but there was just a better the you got more Gen Four Pokemon in Platinum than you do in Diamond and Pearl. You just got a lot of things. And to be fair, that experience moved underground. Like I got a Swinub. Oh sure, you can get Ralts. You can get these things. But instead of having it in the overworld, they put it in the underground. And everybody's excited about the underground. Well, yeah, there's a lot of things down there where you're just not getting them on the routes. And I think that is a flaw of these games that most people are like, I want to go into the underground and I want to hunt for all of these unusual Pokemon that aren't up top because I can actually get them down here. Mm -hmm. And I can't up there. Like... I was my team is going to be all Pokemon that you can get in Gen Four, and I didn't add another member until I got Bronzong. Way later, I mean a decent Gen Four Pokemon. Yeah, but <laughs> that between Budu all the way around and down 
to get a bronzong? That's a lot of route of things that yeah. are not Gen 4. I mean, I did try to... I, I added Pokemon that I've never used before through my playthrough. We haven't talked about this yet. Like, I, I've never played through the game with a Torterra. I've never played through the game with a... a, a I, I was saying Shellos for so long. It's actually Shellos. I didn't know this until recently. I'm very upset about it. Shellos. Uh, Gastrodon. Gastrodon. I, I have played with competitively. <laughs> yes. But not in a in a story setting, yeah. so that was fun. Played with a Pachirisu. I played with a Crobat. I think I have played with a Crobat before, but it's been a long, long time. And then I used a Metacham, mm-hmm. uh, which, yeah. And I used a Houndoom. And I think the last time I used a Houndoom was when I was twelve, and I played through. Yeah, because you're gold, gold and silver. Correct. You're starting your it was, phase. It was pre my chain wallet, but it was the sign, the sign of the chain well, wallet. But, when, but when I got those Pokemon, I was like, I there's nothing else super interesting that I could really swap out for that isn't already taking the place of something else. Like I would like to play with a Honchkrow, but I've played with a Honchkrow before, yeah. but at that point it's like, well, I have Crobat and I have Houndoom, so I feel like I have to get rid of those, but there ain't another any fire yeah, Pokemon and there aren't. There's not really a lot of poison type Pokemon in the game either, unless I go with Roselia, but then I was like Well yeah, well, yeah. The the weird Scroopy, maybe the weird thing that Diamond and Pearl did fifteen years ago is they introduced evolutions for Pokemon you can't get till post game. Yeah, and and that's also bad. And I was also talking to persons like I wanted to use Gliscor because you can get Gliger in the underground, but you can't get the method. The Razor Claw is on Victory Road. You can't get the method to evolve mm-hmm. until the. Very end part of the game. They introduced two new EVs this generation, and, and you can't get them until post game. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just the choices, like being confronted with the choices of fifteen years ago, seeing them again, and being like, "Why? Why? Why did you? Why?" I don't understand. And this is why I like. I feel like I'm like glad these games exist, and maybe people oversee that. But that's how I always felt. For for me as a like a seventeen year old, I skipped Ruby and Sapphire because I was like bullied. Pokemon wasn't cool, all that stuff. Everyone has one of those games, and so I, like, well, not you. I was an adult, right? You were an adult. <laughs> Everyone that went through adolescence. Yeah. Um, and so I like coming back from Crystal to uh Ru- Diamond and Diamond Pearl, Pearl. It like felt really great, yeah. and then I went back and I played Ruby and Sapphire, and then you know as a full-time Pokemon player, you know, playing those two games back to back, it's like they didn't really make it that many changes. No. Like like Ruby and Sapphire introduced double battles. Yep. Um it it added weather and like mm-hmm. the overworld. It got rid of the day and night cycle. It did the bear like it did it, it expanded on a lot of things just like well, Gen 2 expanded I mean, like, on a lot of things. Having been an adult, the day and night cycle was dumped because they had so many complaints from Gen 2. And parents were furious because things that only show up at night and so their kids were waking up in the middle of the night to play games there i mean i letters. was I, I literally was waking there up there were letters all over the place of parents and so they just cut it from gen three and then they changed it for gen four that they were just more rare but at more times during the day mm-hmm. so that kids could still get it and parents could say well i don't want you here but you'll still have yeah. access to it but yeah, like the day-night cycle was controversy. 
for Gen two. Yeah, and then Gen four, like like it had the special physical yeah. split, but that's such like a that's not like you don't that's not a selling point of a game, it's right? Not, like you well, don't you don't put that on the cover and be like, hey, yeah. we finally fixed Dark Type and Steel Type. Like I just remember people being very excited about it because it because it finally they made anyone a change excited that, about that though. Are the same people that would just buy the buy the game anyways, right? Yeah, like, but I think also the moves as they changed made sense because before you always had all water moves were special mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and some clearly were meant to make contact, and so and you had Pokemon like a Feraligatr, right. which is a very physical Pokemon, and so for even just for a casual player, it wasn't intuitive to say all water moves are special only. Are you and telling me that you didn't get a Blastoise and then teach it Hydro Pump, Surf, <laughs> Bubble Beam? <laughs> no, I didn't. Because that's what the thought process as a 10-year-old right. was. Like, oh, Water Pokemon but should it, have four water moves. It was a thing with Diamond and Pearl that people people and new players were like, oh, it makes sense that this is a physical move because it makes contact. Like, the description of the move matches the split. So it's not something you put on the cover, but for most people playing those games, it was like, these moves finally make sense. Mm-hmm. They do what they're supposed to do in the way that they're supposed to do them. Th- there were minor changes, but they were big in sort of clarifying how you interacted with the games. Um, and again, like Gen 3 to Gen 4, it's an iteration. Like they didn't change a lot. Yeah, but yeah. They it's, improved. Ve- it's way too safe for yeah. what it should have been. But and they I mean, like it, a lot it, it's, of it sold really well, yes. And it they probably based on the performance of those games, they probably had a lot of issues and a lot of struggles because those games ran like hot garbage, yeah. And it's hard to go back, and that's why yeah. that's another reason why Platinum is so good, yeah. It, it like I can't help but look at Gen Five and be like, boy, they really like took a step back and was like, we need to fix this, 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 this. We're gonna add this. We're gonna add this. I, it's just hard to be excited for like what did Gen Four do? Not a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting because you sort of I, the way I always look at it is Gen Three is really when Pokemon Pokemon started for real when they were like this is going to be a long haul. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they were really very much. Three and four figuring out what what is a long haul Pokemon game? What are we doing? Um, it's one of the reasons why I think Gen three. One of the reasons Gen three is my favorite Gen is that it's so vital to see the company understanding that we are going to make a long haul game series now, right? And because it, Gen two seemed like mm, I think we're done. Yeah, Gen two was we're done, right? Like they designed it originally to to be done, and then. For many business reasons, one of them being a lot of money. Okay, we're going to continue this. But also it was, we're going to make a big jump to a brand new system that won't talk to the old ones. Yeah. And what does that mean for Pokemon? And that Gen 3 is so vital in the fact that they decided to make such a big leap and just make a game that really doesn't rely on Gen 1 or Gen 2. It's like, here's Gen 3 and you'll have some in, in the Safari Zone, but it's a whole new region. Like, it's interesting for me to look at the philosophy of, really, Gen 3 is the start over. Gen 4 is, we made a bunch of changes that were popular, 
and people really weren't mad, blast it in Gen 5. Mm-hmm. Like, Gen 5 is, let's just do this. We are, we have a proven history. We Gen have 5, a fan base. I was also like, we're taking competitive seriously. Right. And Well, yeah, I mean, that's part of them figuring out what a long haul series is. Yeah. And, like, double battles being introduced in Gen 3 is very important Mm -hmm. as it carries on how they want to view games going forward. And so Gen 4 slots in this weird spot of... It's like a sophomore slump. Yeah, it's not a slump so much as it's... You can feel how tentative they were to really massively change the game. Like, Gen 3 sold well, not great. But in people were complaining, people liked it, and Gen 4 was, let's tweak things to see if the magic is still really there. So Gen 4 sits in that sort of weird, tentative place that once they knew Diamond and Pearl sold, they said, change it good for Platinum. Because the guy, the dealer was like, I want to make the perfect Diamond and Pearl game, and that's Platinum. I want to make the yeah. ultimate Gen 4 game. And they made Platinum, and it was great, but it didn't sell. It's a little better than Crystal, but... <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it still didn't sell, <laughs> yeah. you know, 17 million, 7 million, right? Like, even if you divide the 17 between the two titles, that's still a million and a half more than Platinum sold. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking at games to remake in the future, you're not going to remake the third one. Which right. I, I yeah. think... Well, unless you plan on DLC or plan right. to release the third one to double dip again. But I think these games suffer from uh, timid choices 15 years ago. Timid and, choices. Uh, that's a good... And that's a good... Ex- timid choices again to not do the improvements that Platinum brought. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm still having... Clearly, I put a lot of time in the games. I'm having fun with them, but I can sense... Having the distance of these many years between the two games and understanding, you know, post Gen 5, 6, 7, 8, when they're really just hitting hard and they know what they want to make, the timid choices they made are really apparent. It's a, it, it's a good reminder of how far we've come, but it's a little frustrating to play sometimes. Yeah. Being a frustrating, Fantina. Don't skip. I had to, I've had to tell so many people, streamers, don't skip Fantina's trainers. They will yell at you, and one of them straight up calls you dumb. I missed that. Well, the reason you don't skip is because of the Drifloon. Because you have to see everything. Well, by this, the, by this point, Friday should be coming around, so most right. people Some should be. I mean, if you, you need a Drifloon, but it's the only place to see a Drifloon is her trainers. And her trainers are mean. But Fantina looks both fantastic in the chibi model and fantastic in the live model. Fantina is brilliant. Love everything about her, except for her team. She has a Drifloom, a Gengar, and a Miss Magius. And she does a bait and switch because she starts with the Drifloom and you think, oh, perfect, all Gen 4. I think the Gengar... This is is not a problem with Fantina. No. This is a problem with Game Freak loving ghost-type gym leaders for whatever reason and not not making more ghosts at the time. I mean, they could have gave her Spirit Tomb, but there's a reason they didn't. They didn't. Um, Although that would have been interesting to have that signifier of where did you get that? Where does that come from? Yeah. But this is the first time you see Drift Blum. Yeah. 
because they, for whatever reason, decided to make Drift Loon so rare in this yep. game or give it like the Lapras treatment uh, because like Lapras was yeah. treated very special in Johto. Um, that's well, not special, special, but I, yeah, I mean, it had yeah. a Friday day spawn. Like yeah, it was Friday only Friday, spawn. and it was just a- like Driftland has a Friday day spawn. I don't know why they like Fridays, but sure. Um, give me a Saturday spawn when I'm not working. I mean, she's pretty easy. She's easy, but and her gym is like not really sure why they were like, hey, math is cool because they put a calculator app. Yeah, in the Poketech. Yeah, like the Poketech is the decision. It was a decision. It was a decision they made to force you to use that if you wanted to. And was, if you deliberately get them wrong, the trainers are rude to you. But you could do what I did. I was like, I want to make the game as hard as possible. I'm not even going to read the sign. <laughs> I'm just going to pick a door. But I I hate when they do this. They do this in Blaine's gym. They do this in Clement's gym. They're like, if you get it right, you don't battle the person that probably gives you decent experience and decent money because you're in a gym. Yeah. I want the experience and I want the money. I want the money. I feel with as many trainers are in this world, it would be fine if you skipped it. But in this generation, you can skip no trainers because one of them has the Pokemon you need to see for your (laughs) Pokedex. You cannot afford to skip anybody. Yeah, because like I did skip a handful of trainers. I ended up skipping the one with Cherum. Yeah. And guess what? When I beat the game and I got to Radar, it was like, you don't have Cherum. And I was like, I don't know where that trainer is. Uh-huh. So I, I guess I'm going to catch a Cherubi and evolve it because uh-huh. it's going to be faster than exploring this complicated world. I know I've missed, I have potentially missed the Chime Echo trainer somewhere. Unless it's in the Elite Four. I don't know where Chime Echo is. I went and caught one. Because I, I'm like, I have not seen it. And I don't know who I missed. Yeah. And I am not going to dev- scour through the trainer <laughs> list to find it. I'm just going to catch one. It's a 1% spawn in the mountains. Fine. But Fantine is easy. It's easy. I, I Knowing what the Platinum Gym is, I like the Platinum Gym better than the math problem. Yeah. Yeah, the Platinum Gym is significantly better. The order of how they move yeah. them around in Platinum is better, too. Yeah. I, I, I like the concept of you getting there, her not being there, right. setting it up for you to come back. I think that's cool. Um, it gives her personality that and I a think lot of the other ones don't. This part of the game, the pacing is better. The pacing picks up from here. Yes. Much better. Because there's fewer routes that you have to walk through. Yeah. A lot. And the routes are in the upper part of that game. The routes are like shorter. Yeah. They're like here. Boom. You're here. Boom. You're here. Mount Cornet sucks to be you. You got to go through it again. (laughs) Number 15. Um, All right. Well, let's end there. And then we have the sixth gym leader who I forgot existed. Yep. I did too. Talk about unforgettable. (laughs) We will talk about him next week or tomorrow. Uh, this is, uh, how do we end the show? I say something, you and, say then something go, and then we go, Sincerely, sincerely Sinno. This has been our episode. Since Thank you for joining us. Sincerely, sincerely Sinno.
Thank you for listening to Sincerely Sinnoh. If you would like to support the show and what we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t to support the show. For just $5 a month, you will get access to bonus podcasts and ad-free podcasts. If you are interested, you also get to join our Slack community where you can battle, trade, talk about a bunch of stuff with a bunch of other Pokemon trainers who also listen to the show. You can head over to isc.cash or patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t if you would like to support. Now is the perfect time to support because uh, Nick and I are putting out another release of our break music. That's the fun um, music that Nick does when he remixes me, Greg, Will, anyone else on the show. Uh, that's where the mega hound doom comes from and all that other stuff. So if you would like to get the next album and support the show, we're running that special offer until the end of the month. So you can just head over to our Patreon, sign up. If you're already a patron, you will get that album come December when it will be released. But it is limited time. You have until now, until the end of the month to sign up to get that bonus album completely for free or uh, supporting the show. So patreon.com slash PKMNCST. And I really hope you enjoyed. Sincerely, Sinnoh.